All right, everybody. This is who, and by the way, this is the lovely and talented and very funny Tiffany Haddish. This I'm going to see a guy named Chris Stapleton tonight. Now, it's funny to me that people call this country. To me, this is blues. This is like a bluesy, listen to his voice. His voice, you can hear every bad decision he's ever made. He's like, huh. Used to spend my nights out in Right? Yeah. I mean, this guy has done some shit. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh. Oh, he's he's made some bad decisions. <laughs> He sounds sexy. To Doesn't me. he? Doesn't that voice is like super like. But you rescued me from reaching oh, I'm going to be so high when I see this show tonight. Oh, man. Sounds like he dated a few black women. <laughs> Do you know that I'm the only person in my family that married a white girl? Really? I didn't tell you. That. I've never told you that. My, my First off, I didn't even know you were married till I went Instagram stalking on your on your ass. And I was like, oh, my God, he got a wife. Oh, my God, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, she's like, good looking. Your son's is fine. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, my son is a, they're, they're good looking people over at the yeah. Wolf House. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, I'm the only one who married a white girl, mm -hmm. which means two things. One, clearly I'm the only person left in the will. But <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> my my one of my older brothers has only ever ever in his life dated black girls. Mm -hmm. Ever ever ever. Um, I remember uh, it was like for our family. We grew up in such a liberal town. Like it was mm -hmm. my grandmother, just an old like an old Jew, was like, hmm, um, hmm. What uh, what's happening? Why 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 you want to do that? <laughs> why you why you want to what? Uh, why you want to date one of those? Let's go ahead and go ahead and just talk about this. Let's couch it a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I know. Did, we, did Nanny do something to you when you were young? You didn't tell us about it. I love that you gave her a British accent. <laughs> yeah, you could have gone old Jew. That would have been. No, I like the the French. Uh, you, you like that the, was my French actually. That was French. Yeah, that was French. Mm. Yes. That's yes. French. Yeah, that's French. Hmm, but no, <laughs> no, you don't. Well, your French person has spent some time in England, apparently, because the <laughs> now, for people who don't know, <laughs> Tiffany is on a show called The Carmichael Show. Yes, on NBC. Here is why, outside of the fact that you say whatever you want and do whatever you want, here's why I love you. I know I was I like hustle more than anything. Mm -hmm. There's nobody who has more hustle than you. Oh, I hustle hard. 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 Would you tell people who are listening a little bit of your background, uh, how you started in comedy? I mean, to me, because, look, I know this may not be the right, you maybe, but it's inspirational to me. Like, I like the hustle, and I like the, my motto is always keep your legs moving, because as long as your legs are moving, you'll never go backwards. You may stay still for a couple minutes, but you're never going to go backwards. Yeah. But you're, like, nonstop. Stay moving. Yeah. That way I don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> if I stay in motion, there's no time to be like, what happened to me? <laughs> Will you tell people a little bit of your background, okay. how, you start, how you started doing comedy and all that stuff? Okay, so I w was in foster care for quite some time, and uh, I was getting in trouble in school because mm -hmm. I thought I was, because uh, I remember uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and he said, if uh, how did the detective says to the rabbit, how do you get people to do all these things for you? He says, well, if you make them laugh, Eddie, they'll do anything for you. So I took that concept and kind of ran with it. And I was like this class clown, but really I was like irritating as fuck to the teachers. <laughs> and so they uh, kept calling my social worker up to the school. And then one summer she was like, look, you got two choices this summer. 
You can either go to the Laugh Factory Comedy Camp or you can go to psychiatric therapy. Is that true? Those were the two options? Those were my two options. She said, because something was wrong with me. I was like, which one got drugs? She said, you're going to be on drugs if you go to therapy. I was like, well, then I'll go to the comedy camp. And here I am today, almost 20 years later, on drugs and doing comedy. Um, <laughs> Isn't that where they came back to drugs? They came back to drugs. It yeah. even came back to, like, I had stopped doing comedy was doing comedy from 15 till I was 18. I stopped because I got emancipated and my grandma, I got accepted into NYU and I did not know how I was going to pay for NYU. I was surprised that they even accepted my ass. What program? Uh, the Tish, the theatrical program. Really? Mm-hmm. And I was like super shocked that they even like wanted me and I was like, what the? <laughs> how do you, when you apply for that, mm-hmm. do you have to go there? Do you have to send them a tape? How do you apply for um, that? What, my drama teacher really is the one who did it. She wrote an essay for me uh-huh. and then uh, asked me to, to read it to her and use my words. And so then I read it to her and I told her, I would say this, I would say that, I would say this. And so then she rewrote it. This is so this is so crazy. Then, then she's like, okay, I want you to do all the monologues you ever did. All the monologues you ever did for all the drama competitions. I'm going to film you. And so she filmed me. And then she took, I guess, like stuff from the different plays that we did or whatever. Yeah. And then she sent it. She paid for the application fee and everything because she's like, I really believe that you have what it takes to make it. Never forget this lady, Miss Grief. She taught me how to read because by the time I got to her, I did not know how to read. How old were you? I was like 14. We're going to get, can I ask real quick, how do you get to 14 and not know how to read? All I knew how to read was like three letter words and words that you see like every day, like McDonald's, you know, this association with food and stuff. And like the, um, I couldn't even spell if. I used to spell F-E-F. But like, Tiff, let me ask you, so when people are, gra- when people are passing you in classes and pushing you to. Mm-hmm. How- I was cheating. I was a professional cheater. I was using <laughs> the power of laughter right. to get over. And I had like an excellent memory. So if somebody, like if we had to read a chapter to something and I rode the school bus, so I would be like making jokes with somebody and be like, read this to me. I really like the way your voice sound. And I would have them read it to me and I would memorize what they would say. And I would be like, boom. Then the next day I'd be like, hey, what's the answer to number five? What, let me see your paper. What you do on yours? Let me see if yours is like mine. And I would just copy their stuff. So like as long as I kept smart friends, that's I was am- making it. That's amazing. So your memory is still to this day? I know. I don't got it. I've been introduced to marijuana, so my memory <laughs> is pretty good, yeah. but it's not excellent. Yeah, is that Mr. It's... Marijuana, a good friend of yours? He's a good friend of mine. Oh, man, man that's my best friend. <laughs> oh, my God, to help me forget all that bullshit. But, I mean, I still, my memory is pretty good. I can memorize something pretty quick. So your drama teacher taught you how to read? Basically, yeah. She used to make me come in every nutrition and read to her for 30 minutes, 15 minutes. And then uh, make me write letters to her and stuff like that. She was dope, Miss Greed. I think it's amazing, man, because you don't hear too many, you don't hear enough stories about teachers, but teachers really can, like, make a fucking difference. Yeah. In my, where in where are you? System. If you don't run into her in your life, where do you think you are? If I did not run into her in my life, I would be probably, I mean, I, oh, I'd probably be pregnant, like, every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be just trying to figure out who I can fuck to survive. Like, I would for sure be a criminal, for sure. Like, when I look at, like, my life and then my cousins' lives, uh-huh. like, my cousins, they ended up in foster care, too. And it's like, we are two completely, we're the same, but we're so different. Because they didn't have anybody that, like, was encouraging them or being positive towards them. It was more like, oh, you a bitch, you stupid, you dumb, you this. And so they're, like, a lot of them are criminals, uh, a lot of kids, or a lot of abortions. Right. You know, it's like... It's like just having that one. It's it was like three major people in my life that really. Who were the other two? 
Uh, my social worker, Kalita Lewis, who I'm trying to find, if anybody knows this, have to tell her to call me, <laughs> me up on Instagram. Please, please Kalita, you quit your job, but you shouldn't have quit. You did good, girl. You did good. I like how you're looking at both cameras. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the other one? And my grandmother. Did Mrs. your grandmother Alice raise you? Right. Uh, she got me when I was 14, 15. She got me when I was 15. And she just, I mean, and, and for the most part, she has been the matriarch and the, the main thing in my life all through my whole existence. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even when my mom was going through her stuff, you know, I could always reach out to my grandma and she would be there if she was allowed to be. I think it's, that's amazing that we, like, look, that you, I, I grew up in a completely I grew up in a town where education was the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Like there was no other, the people at my, there were five colleges in my hometown, right? Mm -hmm. So the people who went to high school, their parents were educators. Mm -hmm. There was no, and it was, look, and I, I, it's when I look back on the town, I was lucky because your, if your neighbors, if you were fucking up in school or if you couldn't, if you weren't doing well, your friend's parents would tell your parents, hey, man, mm-hmm. you know, Matt told me that Josh is not doing well in class. I don't know if he told you that. And they would straight up rat you out. So you, there was no, there was no hiding. There was no escaping. Well, we didn't have that. I was <laughs> LA Unified, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. You could hide everything. Okay. My brother taught at Crenshaw for years. That's where he met his man, wife. Man, and that school is like not accredited anymore. I'm, when I was in high school, they became unaccredited. Is that right? Yeah. So if you got a graduated from that school, you still have to go to another school <laughs> to get your diploma. It, was that where you went to high school? No. I went, but I did go there every year for summer school. Did you? Yeah. That was to keep me black. <laughs> to keep that black side going. Where, okay. I got bussed out to um, El Camino Real in Woodland Hills. Oh, that's not. That's, yeah, I was a part of the Choices program. Yeah. How long a bus ride is that in the morning? Uh, that was like an hour and a half. Fuck Two that. hours, depending on what day of the week it was. Oh, my mm. God. I went to Hell Middle School, too. That's crazy how I, I'm like, dang, I went to school with geniuses and I was getting by off of yeah, but look, cracking jokes but geniuses, and cheating. Geniuses like this, right? Because their genius was in the academia world. I would tell you your genius is in your hustle. Yeah. That's what I would tell you because I've, look. But that's what I learned from going to those schools. I learned how to hustle. I learned how to hustle kids into giving me but that's their part. homework, helping me with this. And, Let me ask yeah. you a question. In life, mm-hmm. what's a better skill to have? That you could do whatever with the, with pie, or that you hustle and you know how to work with people. Oh, hustle, hustle! With, with, Being able to influence people is the key. Out of doubt, I will tell you something. Here's what I remember about you, and here's why: the first time I met you, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I I really fucking like her." All right, we're at Chelsea Lately. Yeah. You show up at Chelsea Lately. Mm-hmm. I had no idea who you were, but you show up, you showed up with a group of people, and I'm like, <laughs> and walking around like with this confidence, like this was your. That was your dressing room. This was your set. You guys are welcome that I invited you to come here today. And I was like, who is this motherfucker that is walking around basically whipping your dick into wherever you walked into? And I was like, man, she's... And at first thing I walked upstairs, I was like, that Tiffany Haddish girl, she's going to do just fine. And they were like, you think she's nervous? I'm like, I don't think so. Because she's down there like she owns that fucking place. And I was like... That was scared as hell. But you know what? Scared or not... You walked out there like, and in the back, like you owned it, and you and in this town, you have to have a little bit of that. If you don't have a little bit, if you don't walk into a room and people go, what, what? Well, who's that? Like, mm-hmm. why is she walking? She's walking like she owns this place. It makes people in this town 
Interesting. Well, yeah, because then they're like, well, she must have something we need. Yeah. I learned that in acting class. They said, whenever you go into a room, yeah, whenever you go into a room, or and in drama when I was in high school, because we used to do these drama competitions, you have to step into the room, complete strangers, all these students, and stuff, you don't know anybody. Uh-huh. So she used to always say, my drama teacher and my acting coach, whenever you go into a room, always walk in there like you paid the rent there. Like, you own that shit. Like, this is your space. Because they're, they're there to buy something from yep. you. They need your help. And if you're if you're walking in scared and nervous and uncomfortable and stuff, well, then they're not going to invest in you because they don't want to lose their money. Yeah. So you need to walk in like, you own this place. This is what you do every day. This is normal. This is easy peasy. And then people be like, whoa, okay, she, she that's what she's going to deliver all the time? Like, that's what I need. Is, is, that, what, is that what you did with the Carmichael show? Um, man, that Carmichael show, I didn't even audition for that. You didn't? No, I did not audition for that. I actually uh, approached like my friend Lil Rail Howery got the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, congratulations. I didn't even know they were having auditions. And he was like, yeah, Gerard said he wanted you to come in, but you couldn't. And I guess because I was doing the Tyler Perry show. And so I see Gerard's special. And then I, I read that he got his show that is getting a pilot. Mm-hmm. And so then I see him at J- Inside Jokes and I approach him. And I was like, hey, Gerard. I'm I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on the special. Congratulations on the TV show. Yeah. You know, we. I'm so proud of you. I remember when you first started. And you know what else? I'm real upset with you, too. You super <laughs> disrespectful because you said you was going to have me come through. You said you was going to look out for me. You didn't even invite me to the auditions or nothing. That's how you do me? That's, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. But if you need help with anything, just let me know. <laughs> I'm always available for you if you need Help with coaching, you need somebody to stand in, whatever you need, I'm available. And the casting director was like, it's kind of a friend of mine. casting director? I don't know. I'm not saying her name. (laughs) But you could Google it. Okay. (laughs) Is it a secret? Why? No, because I don't want to be like, I don't want to put her out there like that. But, you know, she's a friend of mine, and she always calls me in for stuff, and I never get it. And um, But I always help out whenever she needs help with something. And so um, she called me and was like, well, she didn't call me. She called my agent. And then they were like, yeah, uh, the girl that they hired for the part is not available. She's doing a play. Can you come and do the table read for Network? And I was like, yeah, cool, no problem. So they had a table read, and I did it. I came in there, did my thing, left, didn't bother nobody, didn't say nothing extra, got out of there. Then the next day I got a phone call. They said, yeah, the young lady's still not available. Can you come in to do the um the rehearsals with the guys. They need somebody to rehearse with. I was like, yeah, no problem. I'd love to come in, rehearse, do my thing, leave. They asked me to come three days in a row. I rehearse. No problem. Just no extra shit, nothing. Yeah. No asking for nothing, nothing. Just do the job and get on. Then the, the fourth day, the girl comes back. But I also had an audition across the street with the Craig Robinson show. So I go over audition for Craig Robinson. That's the part of Megan Good. So I'm looking yeah. like super good. Got my hair done, makeup, <laughs> everything, booty like, ah, right? <laughs> then I say, well, let me run across the street because uh, Lil Rel said he bringing his kids into town. So let me go visit him. Even though I know the kids wasn't there yet. I already talked to him <laughs> earlier in the day. But I said, let me go over there and visit. So I run up in there looking good than a motherfucker. <laughs> When I get up in there, yeah. right, when I get up in that camp, everybody's like, oh, Tiffany, oh, my God, oh, my God, you look so gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. And I was like, it's good to see you guys, too. Where the kids at? Everyone is. And then he's like, you know the kids ain't here. I'm like, oh, my God. Hey, everybody. I just really wanted Gerard to see me in a different light because he always sees me at the comedy club dressed like mm, whatever. Yeah. You know, so then I leave. So then uh, an hour later, I get a phone call, and they ask me if I want to do the show. Now, how's the other the, part. the other girl, had she been hired? She was hired Ooh. for the job. 
She was somebody I know, you know, who um, we've worked together before doing showcases. And I know, according to the hairstylist, I'm not her favorite person. No, it seems like maybe you would I wasn't be. her first favorite person from the get-go for oh, when we really? worked on the other project. And then, you know, then to this, yeah, she probably hates my guts. I don't I will, know, but I always send her encouraging words. I'm always kind. I will tell you that. It, that's what. That's the trick. The whole trick is d- never give them the opportunity to say no to you. Right. That's the whole trick. But you. But that explains though how you walked into Chelsea is the same way you walked into that show. Mm-hmm. Like this is my part. Yeah, I'm here to help. Yeah. No, I'm here to be of service. You need me. Well, the 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 casting director thing is how it's always. I always explain it to people too. Like you have to walk in there. You have to remember they're you're helping them. Mm-hmm. They're not helping you. Like, they need somebody to fill that part. And if they don't find the right person, guess who's going to get fired? They are. Yeah. Like, so they need you. Right. It's a way to go. Because if you put all the power in there, we've been in a couple rooms. I was in one room. I walked in. Dude was sending emails. Mm-hmm. Never looked at me. And he goes, which part are you here for? And I told him. And uh, he goes, okay, go ahead. And I go, are you reading with me? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know the lines. And I read one line, and he read it, and I stopped. I go, you going to look at me? And he said, what? Are you, you going to look at me during this? Because I don't know how you can judge me. I said, if you're too busy, I'll come back later. And he goes, I'm just uh, trying to, you know, just do my work and do this. I can do it both at the same time. I go, I'm not with me. And I walked out. Mm-hmm. I fucked that. Some of those guys and women are so fucking rude. Yeah, they are. It's crazy. Well, I always tell them when they go like, sometimes they say, well, how are you doing today? And I'm like, I'm fantastic. I'm here to be of service for you. I have to tell you. I'm here for you. Now, by the way, because I spent my gas money, <laughs> so you can yeah, look good. The the Carmichael show, and by the way, you're my wife's favorite on that show. Oh yes, well, yeah. thank you to her. I said hi. Uh, that show, it, first of all, David Allen Greer to me is like, oh my god, he's amazing. Everything that comes out of his mouth, I'm like, that was genius. How much do they let you improv on that? Um, when we're rehearsing, we get to improv a little. Um, well, we do a lot, <laughs> kind of. But then when, when it comes to showtime, there's no improv. And usually what whatever we improv during rehearsal, they put it in the script if it's good. If you like it? Yeah. Uh, but you know what a lot of people don't know? Because I wrote on a bunch of TV shows. I wrote on All of Us for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I wrote on Cuts for a couple of years. And I wrote on Yes, Dear for a couple of years. And the script that comes, that first script, that first table read, by the time that shoots... If there's still one joke that's the same in that fucking script, that was the hardest thing for me to realize. Like when I handed a script in, we mm-hmm. did it. To, we did the read, the first read in the writers' room. People were like, "Great script." By the time we shot, after network and after table and after studio, that script is completely fucking different. You know what? I've I've worked on a few shows too, and I'm used to that happening. But what I have to say about this show is like the script comes in, we do the table read, and a lot of those jokes are still in there. Really? And anything that gets cut out. It's a lot of times either, okay, that it wasn't that funny or it was um, not working for the network mm-hmm. or somebody improv something that was funnier. David Allen Greer. Mm, and Loretta Devine. Re- oh, she is oh my God. a beast. Oh, my God. She's a beast. And she'll go, you know, can I just try something? Come on, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you learn, you learn from her? Yes. Like what? Oh, man, I learned timing from her and how to, um, you know, I don't know if you notice how she talks, but she talks in like a musical way, yeah. a musicality yeah. with it. And she's like, when you say this, try to go up octave and try to bring it down a note. And I'm like, well, I'm not singing. She's like, just try it. And I try it and it hits like way better. She is sing-songy, right? 
Yes, and it hits just way better. Like, and, and in comedy, she was saying, you know, I don't know if you noticed this, but when you're up st- on stage doing, telling jokes, it's a song. It's a song that you're doing. It's the same joke, and it's a song. And I was like, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then I started like paying attention to my stand up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, when I say this certain word, and just not that, you know, like, yeah, yeah I do kind of sing it a little. You, you know what's funny about stand up that I, I don't think people, a lot of people don't understand? The, uh, the art behind it is so particular. Like, you can pause a half a second and change the effect on that joke, and you don't know why. Sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. You know, I, 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 there were this weekend. I was like, I was in Dallas this weekend, and I, and you know, I don't know about you, but I experiment every time I get on stage. I do too. I like to experiment. I experiment with words, pacing, volume, mm-hmm. energy. I just want to go because if if a joke works when I've changed all four of those and it still works, I'm like, that's a good fucking joke. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now some jokes I know damn well. I need to have energy and I need to sell it. I know it because it's not that great of a joke. It's more of a personality thing. But you know what? This week I tried and and I, I, I was shocked. I guess I hadn't even thought of it before. I was like, you know what? I think I could use this joke on TV if I just stopped saying fuck in the joke. Mm-hmm. But when I took fuck out of the joke, because I've been told the joke with fuck in it for so long, it killed the rhythm. Mm. I took a word out of the sentence and it killed the pacing of the joke. Because I took it out of four sentences in the same joke, and it was all of a sudden a completely different joke. It did not hit as well at all. I tried it all five nights, all three nights, all five shows, with no fuck in it. It didn't land at any of it. Because I killed the timing of it. It's that, that's how specific. Well, you got to replace fuck with something else. I know, but the thing is, it doesn't need another word. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It didn't mm. need another word. It doesn't need another adjective. It just needed. It could have been like fortitude. <laughs> and I don't want to say freaking. Freaking to me is like. Yeah, that's, that's people, corny. Yeah, when people say freaking, I'm like, no, just say fuck. Yeah. Um, th- I had this weekend also in Dallas. Do you get people? I always get one or two or three women a weekend that'll scream, take off your shirt. I want to see your dick. Do you get shit like that from dudes? Hell no. I get, what's your phone number? Yeah. I, I'll buy you a drink or just random drinks come to the stage. I get those. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, so who's trying to get me pregnant tonight? <laughs> I like when people put drugs in my pocket. They're like, here you go. And I always tell them, I don't know about you, but I try not to do drugs at some stranger put yeah, in my pocket. Yeah, I don't fuck with drugs from strangers. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And then I'll hand it to somebody else. Hey, you smoke weed? That's like, what I do, too. Yeah. I had one person, actually, this weekend, I, I did smoke weed from this one woman. It was all ground up and so good. I, I smelled mm-hmm. it. I'm like, it's perfect. But I had one woman and I'm not going to say what town it is because I don't want her to get upset. She brought me mac and cheese, homemade. Mm-hmm. Now, when I told her, I go, I want to thank you very much for this, but I also want to ask you a question. If a stranger walked up to you on the street and gave you a sandwich that they made at their house, would you eat it? Would you eat it? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. No. <laughs> no. There's no well, way. It depends on how hungry no, I am. Well, I mean, if I'm starving, <laughs> but you tell me, so, I mean, we walk up on Hollywood Boulevard, you and I are walking down the street and some dude walks up to you and goes, you know what? I made a sandwich. I'm gonna go ahead and give that to you. Nah. You, you, <laughs> no. Like, but no. if he made me my favorite food. What's your favorite food? No, because somebody's gonna make it. I wanna know what it is. <laughs> collard greens. If somebody made me some collard greens mm-hmm. with some turkey necks in oh. it and it smelled like super good. And you and would it's eat that up? A little spicy. I'm yeah. Like, Does the roofie smell like anything? Mm-hmm. 
Do roofies have a smell to them? No, they <laughs> yeah, don't. That's what I think the problem is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But I think the greens would clean out the roofies. You think greens kill roofies? Yeah, I think greens kill roofies because of the chlorophyll <laughs> you think in, so? the, in the greens. Oh, I love would that. Would counteract. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and say that's true. I'm gonna put it on a wiki page. I mean, I've I've gone to Aaron? strangers' houses and eaten. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to roofie yourself. Who knows what you're gonna do to yourself? Sleep good <laughs> as hell. I need that rest. Have you ever had one of those by accident? No. Me neither. Not that I know of. Now, no, no. I take that back. When I was in Chicago, now I don't know if it was a by accident, but I think the dude roofied me. I think I got Bill Cosby in Chicago. Really? Mm-hmm. By a dude you know? No, dude, I don't know. Dude, was it at the bar? It was an old dude. Was yeah, we went to a Bill? bar. No. Was his name Kill Bosby? No, no, he was an old white man. <laughs> and when I came, like, I don't know what happened. Maybe I was aware the whole time, and I just blacked out a little bit. But uh, I remember being in a bar with him laughing, talking about college and stuff, and how I went to community college. I didn't go to college, college. And he was telling me he's a professor. And then the next thing I know. Oh, you can't trust dudes that tell you they're a professor. I know, but he was beefy. He was old, too. I like old men. I don't know what it is about you like old, old men. men. How know. old? Aaron, can I grab a, do you want a water? Yes. Can I grab two water? Can I grab a water? Yeah. Tell me how old. What are you talking about? I'm talking about old, old. I'm talking about like your daddy age. Old. I'm talking like, you know, what is it about 59 old plus. Like, really? Yeah. I think How come? I think I passed it to him. Okay. Um, I think it's because you. I have daddy issues, mm, probably. But old, old? Old, like they could take their teeth out their mouth and put them oh, on this table. Old. old. Like. How, how was the oldest dude you dated? <sighs> dated or fucked? Hmm. Which one's older? What's the oldest dude you fucked? Give me an age. You don't have to give me an okay. age. Okay. <laughs> give me an age. I think he was almost 70. He's like 69. <laughs> no, 68. Where do you meet a 68-year-old? Because let me just tell you something. A that, comedy show. That dude woke up the next day like, what? Are you kidding me? He, he, he could have ended his life that day. Yeah. It wasn't getting better. I got my titty stuck by an 80-something-year-old dude. Stop it. Where, yeah. where was he? How did at, you know? at a geriatrics home. What, how did that work? Um, we had I was doing community service. And mm-hmm. we ran yeah, out you of, were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm giving out titty sucks for community service. You, how many hours of titty sucks did you have to, were you sentenced to? <laughs> Only 15 minutes. <laughs> Only 15 minutes. <laughs> The old 50-minute community service titty suck. Yeah. Well, we had ran out of juice and stuff, and he kept saying he was thirsty. And I was like, we don't have anything. We just got some water. I'll give you some water. And he's like, I don't want any water. I want some juice. I said, we don't got no juice. He said, oh, no, you got juice right there. He was pointing at my titties. And I was like, fuck it. It's community service. <laughs> like, shit. Who, who, who he going to tell? He going to tell nobody. Nobody would believe shit. it if he did. Yeah, and it felt so good. He didn't have no teeth. And so it was good. It smelled bad, but it felt good. Which part smelled bad? His breath? Yeah, his breath was bad. Yeah. So my titties were stinking afterwards, but it felt good. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. I, th- I don't think there is a toothbrush invented. Because I think if you live for 80 years, I mean, your breath's going to smell. He didn't have any teeth. It was like gum. So it was like inside of his stomach. You know, it's not his teeth that are bad. You know what that smell is? This Death. rotten yeah. meat. It's <laughs> yeah. old. Now wait a second. So how long does a titty suck last for an eighty-year-old dude in a? It was like five, ten minutes. That's plenty for him. That's plenty yeah. for him. Sixty-nine-year-old guy. 
Mm-hmm. You mean he, you have old, and it's just white men, black men, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just you, a man. You have old men coming out to your shows. They come all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, <laughs> wait, so when you are looking out at the crowd, mm-hmm. and so what you, you know what's funny is like when I would go out in college and before and after, my friends loved going out with me mm-hmm. because I didn't like the type of women they liked. Mm-hmm. I like women that have a little extra meat on their bones. Mm-hmm. Like I can't go. It, I, mm. No skinny men. No, no. Mm-hmm. So they were like, great. You, I always ended up going out with the one who was driving. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> the, right. the designated the driver. Yeah. 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 But so when you go out with your friends, they're not looking at what you're looking at. <laughs> so you got the pick of the litter. You can pick any 70-year-old man you want. I'd be like, ooh, look at him back there making them French fries. <laughs> He finding a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, that's somebody's grandpa. I know. He ain't trying to have no kids. No. You, yeah. you know where you should go? You should go to the park. Just look for grandpas. Oh, yeah. Up. I go to the park all the time and, like, be jogging and stuff. Yeah. And then I pretend like I drop something and get to talking. You know, the thing about it is dating older guys. And, and you know. You date one now? No, I just broke up with one. Um, yeah. And it was, he was perfect. How old? He's 59. He was perfect. How come? Tell me what, what's perfect. He was perfect in every way. He liked to buy me nice things. He was like, you know, he was down for sex whenever I was down, as long as he I gave him advance notice. You know, What's advance uh, notice? Like You got you enough know, to like, take a pill? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know, but he didn't need pills. I don't think he needed them. If he needed advance notice, he needed a pill. Well, he would be like, don't stress me out. You know, he was from, he? He's from England. Like, that, now that sounded French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think you ought to. <laughs> you need to switch. You need to switch around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, love. All right then. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he he was super cool. I bought him a a keyboard for his birthday. Yeah. And he went ahead and oh my god, he wrote me all these uh, songs, and they're like really good songs. But then he started talking about marriage and stuff, and some of them and like being together forever. And I was like, ah. Uh, you know, and then he started talking about babies and everything. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You already got two kids. Like, what do you think? You're going to be a grandpa. And how old are his kids? Uh, 27, 26, and like 23. Did you meet them? 24. No, I never met his kids. Never met them. Then wasn't really trying to meet them. No. Really not trying to meet them. Not really interested in that. Just interested in your body on my body and, you know, going to nice dinners every yeah. now and then, you know, and taking trips. We took trips and stuff, and that was fun for me. But the whole, like, you know, he wanted to go to Machu Picchu. Okay, so my best friend told me. He wanted to go to Machu Picchu mm-hmm. for his next birthday, and I was down for that. Like, yeah, let's go because yeah. they're about to shut Machu Picchu down, right? So, yeah, let's go. Where they're about to shut it down? Yeah, in, in two years they're going to shut Why? it down. They're not going to have any more tourism up there. Why? I guess because it's getting run down. I don't know. Really? But yeah, they're about to shut it down. So I was like, to make that trip. Yeah, I want to make that trip yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. That'll be fun. And he's like, bet. So then he tells my best friends, who because he's so stupid, he shouldn't have did that. But he tells my best friend's husband that he wants to marry me and mm. that he's gonna propose to me at the top of Machu Picchu. And then so you know he's gonna tell his wife. And what's his wife gonna do? Cause she's my best she friend. She's gonna tell you. Yeah. She's gonna tell me. And then when she told me, I started having a, I started having medical difficulties, okay? 
my blood pressure start going up. Yeah, it's not I can't good. The, breathe, the, the, the like, elevation is not good for you. It's no, not good for your blood like, pressure. I yeah. started like tripping out. I start having real black people problems because now this is stressing me out because I'm thinking to myself, like, no, fuck that. that I don't want to get married again. I just got divorced. Wait. I don't try to marry no old man. I don't want to be, he want me to have babies. I don't want to have a baby. I have to change his diaper and the baby diaper. <laughs> yeah. He just has shoulder <laughs> surgery. He can't even pick me up. Like, I want to be picked up. Like, all these things is running through my mind and stressing me to fuck out and i ended up in a hospital and stop it you did from the hospital bed i called his ass i couldn't even I, my my voice was gone like it was all well, you had an anxiety attack like three weeks of anxiety like Holy it was shit. bad it was super bad like because i just was like and i know that he loved me so much and i'm just like i can't i gotta figure out how to break up with this why guy. couldn't you just tell him i don't want to get married and get i there? did tell him that a gang of times like you know i don't want to get he's like well, would you ever want to get married maybe i do believe in the whole you know, situation of marriage and stuff, but just not, not for me right now. But wait, how embarrassing would that have been? You know, to climb up to the oh top of Machu Picchu. God. I had nightmares of it. Wait, at wait. the top of Machu Picchu, he's like, "Will you marry me?" And I'm like, "Hell no!" Then you gotta walk down that motherfucker. <laughs> that is a long walk down. Well, let me ask you something. Just part, part of you as a comedian, part of you as a comedian didn't want that to happen. Just so you could be like, "So are we walking down together? You want me to go first? <laughs> You, you want to give me like a 10 minute head start? Because no. <laughs> I don't think I want to talk to you for a little while. That is so, that would have been horrible. How would that have been? That would have been horrible. That is like the worst one is I think I've ever seen is the Jumbotron when someone says no. But the top of Machu Picchu is worse. That's worse. And then you know he wanted to invite like, all head, my friends. That walk up that Machu Picchu the whole time in his head he's like, he's, he's going to be dropping little hints. When we get to the top I got a surprise. You know, I'm like, and then when he says surprise, I always think it's dick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. surprise me. A little surprise yeah, dick. Yeah, surprise me. That's what I was thinking. Like, oh, yeah, we'll go to the top of Machu Picchu, this historical, fantastic piece of architecture, whatever. And we'll be up there and we'll be fucking on the top of that shit. That'd yeah. be dope. <laughs> God will see us. The heavens yeah. will open up. That'd be dope. Yeah, but then my homegirl's like, he's a girl. He's he asked me what size you ring you wear. Like he's looking for rings and stuff. And I'm like, no, he not. How long you been divorced? I've been divorced now since 2013. I think I met your husband, right? Did he come once or twice to Chelsea? He did not come to Chelsea. I did not invite him to Chelsea. I was hating him around that time. You were? How long were you married? I was married for five years. How old was he? He was 47. 46. 46, 45 at the time when we got divorced. What happened with that? Just not... Just... I got choked the fuck out, man. Well, first we got choked out like three times. We, I'm multiple personalities, sorry. I got choked out. Yeah, I was going to say we. I'm like, I don't know. Did did he marry Tui? <laughs> you sound like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. We, we got choked the fuck out. <laughs> He chokes the precious. He chokes his ass. <laughs> My precious, he chokes his ass. He chokes his ass for dancing and having fun. In the darkness, he chokes his ass. He scares us. He scares us when he chokes us. So he got a little. He put so he hands got on. violent. He got violent a few times, and I left. And then I was like, ah, uh, you know, super still in love with him and everything. Yeah. And I went back for that. And he didn't beat me up no more after that or choke me or anything after that. But I just hated his guts at that point. So I, st I stayed with him an extra year, hating hating his existence. Right. Because every time I would look at him, it would just be like, damn, you the motherfucker that hurt me. You're such a, here's the thing. And, and may, tell me, I may be wrong. 
but you seem like such a strong, confident woman. It's one of the things I love about you is I, I like ballsy, strong women. I just do. Mm -hmm. How does that, after the first time, how do you rectify that in your head? I was drunk. It was my fault. I shouldn't have been asking for cabbage. It's my fault. The first time he choked me, yeah. I was <laughs> I was really hungry. We went out all day and I just kept and I was intoxicated, but not like super. But I, I blame it on that. And I just kept the whole ride home. I just kept saying, oh, I can't wait till we get home. I'm going to eat that cabbage you made. Oh, my God, that cabbage is going to be so good. Oh, I can't wait till we get to the house. And he's like, but we need to talk about your attitude. Oh, but that cabbage. Oh, when you get that cabbage. Oh, and I get that and put it in a bowl. I'm going to warm it up. It's going to be so good. Like, that's all I kept talking about. Because when I get drunk, I'm, I'm like a happy drunk. Yeah. And I'm like, I stick on... You know, and as a black woman, I don't know if other black women do this. I'm sure I know we do. But we repeat ourselves over and over whatever emotion you get stuck in, especially when you're intoxicated. And I was happy. So I'm stuck in this like, oh, I'm hungry and happy thing. And I'm finna, oh, I'm finna tear this up. And I couldn't stop talking because <laughs> that's what happens when I'm drunk. I keep fucking talking. Yeah, me too. And then I guess he couldn't take it no more. And he kept, he was saying something, but I wasn't listening. And I ran in that, as soon as we got to the house, I ran up in that kitchen. I put that cabbage in the bowl. I was dancing and singing and shit, <laughs> putting in the microwave, staring at the microwave, dancing and singing. And he's talking and I'm all excited. I get to the table and I'm eating and I take like three bites. And I'm like, oh my God, you make such good cabbage. This cabbage is so good, babe. And he just started choking the shit out of me. Listen to me when I'm talking to you, goddammit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And nothing, before then, nothing. Nothing. How long then. you'd been together? Uh, we had been together a year and a half at that point. Yeah, a year, a year and a half. A year and a few months, yeah. And instantly, like, my hood kicked in, and I start hitting him upside the head, yeah. socking him in his eye. I grabbed the pan and threw it at him, and then he let me go. And then I was like, what the fuck you think? Who you think you fucking with, motherfucker? <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I go from this happy person to this crazy bitch, and I'm, like, getting the pet spray, like, the carpet stuff for the pet, and I'm spraying it in his face. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking leave this motherfucker. And then he wouldn't let me leave the house, and he's sitting on me and shit, because I can't get out the house, because he blocking me from getting out the Yo, house. Yo, what's with the, why the pet spray for the carpet <laughs> that was what was right there it was right there i had just cleaned Yo, the carpet i'm gonna clean I, I got you put your motherfucking hands on me motherfucker <laughs> okay like, so after the first one mm -hmm. how do you justify the next one the yeah. next one i justify by i was like uh that was my fault i should have called them i should have called them and as soon as my spot was over and i should have told them that i was going with the girls next door to the i should have just told them that's my fault for not telling them and walking in and i walked in the house happy and jovial every time it's when i'm like super happy and he not happy <laughs> <laughs> except for that last one but the yeah the second time i was all happy and stuff and I walked in the house i was like hey babe he's like why you didn't answer the phone why you didn't call me and i came in it was like 2 30 in the morning uh -huh. three o'clock and um and my spot was at the Laugh Factory and it was at midnight. So I didn't go up till like twelve thirty. And then there was a bunch of girls there that I went to high school with that I haven't seen in years. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, let's go next door to the hide and have a couple of drinks to talk. So I was like, Okay, and I ended up, I didn't even drink. I had a cranberry juice because I was already drunk from being on stage. Waiting to get yeah, on stage. Yeah. <laughs> We danced, right? I danced with them and then I was like, Oh, look at the it's time for me to go home. So I left. 
So when I get home, I come in, I'm like, hey, babe. Oh, my God, you never guess what just happened. He's like, where the fuck you been? Why you not answering your phone? Why you didn't call me? You should have told me you were going. I was like, I know. But let me tell you what happened. So this girl, Lerone, showed up. And then we, I haven't seen Lerone. She the one that told me that I should be in drama, right? <laughs> and so I'm dancing with Lerone and stuff and everything. And next thing I know, he's like, so you think this shit is funny? And I was like, what? what? It's funny. I'm telling you what we were doing. And he just started choking the shit out of me, lift me up off my feet. He's like, don't you fucking laugh and, and giggle and shit and dance and all that shit and not tell me where the fuck you at. And I was like, I, I, I didn't do nothing that time. I was stunned. Yeah. I didn't even like fight or nothing. How I just long after the first time was this one? This was like maybe nine months, nine months after. Maybe nine months a year after the first one. Uh, and the third yeah. one? And the third one was in Montreal. At the laugh at the festival? At the festival, man, at the hotel. Yep. He was I was like, I was intoxicated. And I was like, <laughs> that's why I think it's like, oh, it's cause I was drunk. Maybe I was just over doing Yeah, a but drunk. still doesn't it there's no you nah. can't. And you he can't. snatched me out the elevator. Joe Coy was in Joe Coy's like, You need me to do something? Do you need me to call somebody? Was he I in was, the elevator? Joe yeah, was Joe was in the elevator because I was not trying to get out the elevator. Cause I knew that he was gonna do something because of the, the way his eyes looked like he wanted to fuck me up. Yeah. And so uh Joe's like, uh, you need me to call somebody? I was like, No, Joe, it's cool, it's cool. This is the way we play. And he's like snatching me by my <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, it's all good. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> the next day, I had scratches all on my throat and shit. I had, I tried to run away from him. He caught my ass. How by long my throat. after Montreal you leave? I left. Uh, so when I I made him leave because I told him I was gonna call the police on him. So he left the next day. Then I came back and then I was like, Yeah, if this shit happens again, I'm gonna fight you and I'm gonna leave you. So then, like a year later, it, exactly one year later. Not even a whole year later, probably about eight months later, we get into it and I bust the eye trip out on him. Mm -hmm. I like lose it on him because he was telling me I'm not allowed to get no phone calls, not allowed to get no text messages after 10 o'clock. That's so he was, he was relationship. Jealous. Yeah, he was like jealous and controlling and all of that shit. And it just also he didn't understand the nature of comedy. He didn't understand that, you know, this is a predominantly male business and I'm going to be talking to a lot of men. And you know what? It's hard for people outside of comedy to understand how we joke with each other. There's, yeah. there's nothing off limits. There's nothing off limits. Yeah, nothing. Zero things are off limits. So if you heard the jokes that I say to female comedians, look, I don't I would never say it in front of their husband. Right. But it's just the shorthand, not and I'm not saying it's necessarily sexual. It's just yeah. it's it's out of bounds. It's right. just how we talk to each other. Right. And yeah. then the regular the average person would be like, What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah. What are, yeah. I gotta whoop his ass. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like, no, babe, no, no, it's a joke. Let like me, you should have heard what I said about his dick yesterday. Yeah. Like, let me tell you. What something. do you know about his dick? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I made it up. It's all make believe, boo. When I worked on a show called All of Us, right? I'm mm -hmm. in the writer's room. And this is how out of bounds comics and writers are with each other. We're in the writer's room, right? Mm -hmm. And I know people, I'm going to tell this joke and people aren't going to get why it's funny. Mm -hmm. But in the right, you ever been in a writer's room? Yeah. Writer's room, nothing off limits. Yeah, all, all kind of shit's flying Oh around. my God. So I'm sitting there. My daughter came into the writer's room. My wife brought her in. She was very young at the time. And she was like, hey, uh, Caitlin just wrote a song she wants to sing to you before she goes to bed. And I was working on Radford we were in Studio mm -hmm. City. We lived across the street, yeah. and it was right? So she came across before, and it was a late night. So we had bought her a, a cat, and she had named the cat Pussy Poisson. <laughs> so she starts to sing the song. She's like, 
I love you. I, you're so friendly. You're so happy. And the chorus is my, my pussy. My pussy is so happy. My pussy wants you to touch it. Like this whole song. She's like eight. So we're all sitting in the writer's room. Nobody's trying to laugh, right? Because yeah. she's this tiny little girl. She doesn't yeah. understand. But she's singing a song about how her pussy's so hairy and it likes it when people come over to the house. <laughs> all right. My pussy pairs yeah, when yeah. you touch it. My, like my pussy's the most popular <laughs> pussy in the neighborhood. Like, okay. So we're all just trying not to laugh and we just get out of there. My wife brought her in because she knew it would be funny. Yeah. She walks out. And... um. She says, good night, everybody. And I go, okay, good night, Kate. I go, hey, everybody, say good night to Caitlin. And everybody goes, good night, Kate. And then one of the writers, as soon as she shuts the door, goes, yeah, I'll say good night. Good night to her virginity. Yeah. And he gets, <laughs> he gets up and starts to unbuckle his belt. Now, we were all laughing because in the writer's room, that's the line. Yeah. There is it. no line. He made a yeah. joke about having sex with my eight-year-old. Yeah. And everybody laughed. Yeah, Nobody was I like, laughed. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody she was coming in here singing yeah. about a pussy. <laughs> this little girl thinks she's yeah. talking about the pussy. Oh, ah! It was the craziest thing. As soon as she broke into the chorus about my pussy, I was like, "Oh dear Lord, what's ha- what? Oh my God, <laughs> what is happening right now? Is this really happening?" It was it was the the best and worst like three minutes of my life because she was so innocent and so yeah, she was so happy about it. What did she say about that now? Oh, oh my God, so she's a grown woman now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So embarrassed. You should about bring that. that song up to her. You should sing it to her. I'm waiting for her wedding. Oh, <laughs> just so you know, I have you a bunch of things. Videoed her. Did you video her singing it? No. Oh my god. I think we were all too shell shocked. We look. There are a bunch of things that I'm saving for my kids. I have so many embarrassing things about my son Jacob. I'm just waiting. My wife's like, "You gonna bring that up?" I'm like, "No, I'm waiting till the wedding." So when's that one getting out of the army? Is he in the army or the air force? He's out. Oh, he's out now. He's out. He's a little too young. <laughs> Did he got a wife? Though? He's, he's, he, <laughs> look here. I like a little... real old or real young. <laughs> if they real old, they're going to do what I tell them to do because they have no choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they got a beautiful young woman. Uh-huh. If I'm with a young one, he going to do what I tell him to do because he don't know no better. Yeah, that's true. You, so It's the middle I don't like ones. The, I don't like the ones in the middle. The ones with a good head on their shoulder. Yeah, that, <laughs> ah, fuck them. <laughs> they trouble. I want to I wanna put the number out because I know people call every week and I always talk too long 323-282-7424 if you got any questions for tiffany 323-282-7424 let me ask you something do you go back ever and talk to people who are in your situation who were in your situation all the time i go to like uh do stuff for department of children's services the probation department um do do you find that that is okay because you said you could have gone down the wrong path Mm -hmm. if not for a couple people Do you think people underestimate how much uh, effect one positive person can have on someone's life? I think they always underestimate it. And it's and when you sit back and think about it, it was one person that encouraged you to do what you're doing today. Yes. It was it's always somebody that said you could do that or they just smile when you're doing it and you just be like is this right? And they're yeah. like, that was great. And you're like, ah, I gotta go with this. Like Yeah. Cuz it feels good and it feels right and if somebody's encouraging you to do what's right, you're going to yeah, probably going to do that. Well, I mean, look, you it depends on it where is, you grow yeah. up and how you grow up. Some and, people and grow your thought process. Yeah. You know, it depends on, it's all up to you. It's all about how you think, you know. And, but you're saying like that, so you look at programs like Big Brother, Big Sister, all that stuff. One person you think can make a difference in somebody's life? Yeah. It's pretty yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. And so when you go back, what do you tell those kids? 
Oh, I tell them that, you know, I was right here where you are. I, w- I remember the day I was sitting in that same seat where you're sitting at. And now look at me. You know, I'm uh, doing extra work. And <laughs> that's when I was doing extra work. I'm letting 80-year-olds suck on my titties. I, for- date, I went on a date with Chingy. I made out with a rapper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you go out on a date with Chingy? Yeah, I used to date Chingy. For like he's, he's too young for weeks. you, isn't he? Yeah, that's when I realized young guys are not my, he's the same age as me. So I just was like, yeah, this isn't going to no, work. You need somebody like. I need somebody older that can pick me up, though. That's why I'm like, I'm starting to revert when to you the say super pick young guys. you up. Like you mean like me lift up. you up? Yeah, during sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to be able to do that. Yeah. A lot of older guys cannot do that. Well, you don't want them to they do that. They can't even, a lot of guys my age can't do that. Let me say. You I went on a couple of dates with guys my age, and I'm like, can you pick me up? And they're like, what? I'm like, just pick me up right now before we sit down and eat this meal. And they're like, I can pick you up easy. And then they try to pick me up, and they can't. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home now. Now, pick you up how? Like like carry you across a, the threshold or pick you up where your legs are around the waist, pick you up and hold either you Either like way. That. Either way. Maybe because I'm about to be super famous. Okay? Yeah. I'm about to be that <laughs> motherfucker. All right? So I'm going to need you to be able, if a crowd mm-hmm. of people come rushing me. Oh, yeah, but that's like a fireman up, carry. I need you to pick me up and get me to the mm-hmm. car, mm-hmm. get me out the way. And then when we on the beaches of the Poconos, I need you to be able to pick me up out the sand and fuck me right there standing up in the sand. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Oh, and by the way, those are two. To, now the fireman carry, I think everybody could do. When you need not if you got a shoulder replacement. Yeah, that's true. But you gotta <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta aim a little a little younger. You gotta aim right around because I'm guessing you uh, want thirty three. Yeah, that'll work. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Forty five, but that's cool. You're not forty five years old. No, I'm not. Oh my god. <laughs> he was like, Blake, really? Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. No shit. <laughs> Uh, 33? We're gonna, we'll keep it at 33. Yeah, we can go run with that. Okay, but guys, 35? Mm-hmm. Guys your age should be able to pick you up. But they can't, because a lot of them are eating McDonald's, or the ones that are strong enough to pick me up already got bitches that's like 20, you T- know, or they can't lift anything more than 135 pounds. Tell me the, the right now, in LA, it's not easy to date in LA, guys in LA or whatever. Yeah. Give me your worst, sorry, Aaron. <laughs> What? But I, but I don't think you're exactly her demo. What? Can you pick me up, Aaron? Probably. <laughs> you can lift up 155 pounds mm-hmm. for more than 20 minutes. No. Okay. You want what have about s- 10 minutes? Wait wait a second. You want to have sex with somebody holding you for 20 minutes? Well, you know. Well, I mean, it, well, that's asking a lot. Well, that's strong ass man. Tw- wait wait a minute. 20 minutes do holding. I get, do so- I get to use a wall? Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Or you, you can, can use, use a wall? wall. Yeah, you can use a wall. But I'm, we're not going to fuck for 20 minutes anyways. You're not going to last that long. My pussy's too good. But just the what, intention. Do you, what do you have? You have a 10-minute pussy? My, I'm about 10, <laughs> 7-minute pussy. I love how the, that would be great if if vaginas were judged on time. Yeah. I got a 10-minute pussy. Really? Yeah. But you don't want to be with someone who's got like a 35-minute pussy. Yeah, 35-minute pussy. This is that like, means, ah, that's too much work. I'm Well, good. that also means if it's a 35-minute pussy, that means there's a lot of extra room in there. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. It's probably kind of loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 35 yeah. minutes. But now, a 10-minute pussy? 10, yeah. 10 to 15 minutes, I'm happy. You feel good with a 10-minute pussy? Yeah. Yeah. So, But 10 minutes, 15 minutes of having sex holding is is not easy. Yeah, but you know what I want? Huh. I want a dude to pick me up, and I just sit, straddle his shoulders, you mm-hmm. know, and he just eating, you know, just, know. Uh, just like a like a giraffe leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. If I could get that for like 
five minutes. Yeah. And then, then he just dropped me down from there, boom, onto his dick. And then he's like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he got me up against the wall, you know, Aaron, maybe you walking this? across the room with me. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what Going saying? over the refrigerator, maybe yeah, get some maybe water. Get, yeah, he get, get him a <laughs> yeah. red bull. <laughs> For like 10 minutes, and then we done. And then done. That's it. That would be so dope to me. Well, that would be my future husband, Let me maybe. just tell you something. You ain't, at 60, I think you, you're pricing people out there. I don't think they got that. First of all, I don't know a six-year-old Aaron who is picking a 155-pound woman up like this. No. You need a you need a Cirque du Soleil performer. Yeah, you know yeah. what? That's I not... need that's a gay dude then. No, no. <laughs> a lot of those guys, those just dancers. Like, here here's the what what if you found a 60-year-old dude mm-hmm. who was cool with you also having a 30-year-old dude who could giraffe you. Woo! Right, but then the six-year-old dude also gets to have sex, but he knows that the sex he's gonna have isn't gonna be it's that. It's gonna be regular, like it's love, not gonna be that. that sex they like to. Yeah. they like to get on top of you and look at you and shit because they can't believe they fucking you. Yeah, but not only you know why that's all they got left, so they have to pretend like that's what they like. <laughs> that's it's not like, really. Yeah, they can because you can't throw your ass back on the older dude either. Mm-hmm. Like hitting it from the back, and you want you know how you like to. I don't but, know if you like to, but yeah. I likes to throw that ass back. But you got a lot of ass to throw back, man. And, and they be like, who wait? I, I, Ouch, ouch, ouch. You're going to break someone's Did hip. Did you say ouch? You're going to break someone's hip. That part. What if you broke someone's hip? Oh, that would be that killer pussy right yeah. there. you like, boy, you better be careful because I'll be breaking hips out here. Yeah. I'll, fuck, I'll fuck your hip out of socket, motherfucker. I, I love the fact that you your nickname could be the hip breaker. Yeah. 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 You, you walk into there's the, heartbreakers and there's hip breakers, baby. You walk into that old person's <laughs> home and they're like, there goes the hip breaker. <laughs> And you got like a shirt of just an old hip on your shirt yeah, with a t- t-shirt with a picture with like an old hip. And you're like, oh, there goes that hip breaker. And you got a cape and shit. You need a cape. If you're the hip breaker, you're going to need a cape. Yeah, I'm just saying. You're a Wonder Woman out Yeah. When you leave, you break a hip and then you can go like this. <laughs> and put it over your Yeah. <laughs> I hope your hip heals. Oh, I hope you had one of those little poof with a smoke too. <laughs> Boom. Like- the hip breakers here, baby. Oh man, you know what? That I, could be a great sketch. The hip breaker. We should shoot it. Let me tell you something right now. Uh, I think I might write a song about the hip breaker. I mean, you could. I mean, you need a theme song if you're gonna be the young tenderoni looking for some old dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? You gotta work on your rhymes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I know. Think, uh, hip breaker. She's an undertaker. The hip breaker has to have some sort of... Breaker, she's an undertaker. Hold on. Here's what I think, maybe. Hip breaker (laughs) has to have a little bit of this in it. Hold on. Where is it? Because here's the thing. Like, I think the hip breaker's got to be a little... Mm, has, has to have some. Dirt. What's up with your son, though? That's the way how we got back to that. Oh, uh, <laughs> which one do you like? The one that's fresh out the military. He's married. Oh, well, damn. But then you got one that just went in. I got one who just went into college. That the he should it should sound something like this. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, come I'm gonna wait till he get out of college. Oh, where is it? Where is it? I can't it? be where having no dude in college tell y'all no. they're doing too much in college. He doesn't know what he's doing. Are you kidding me? No, that's what. The, it, don't it let me get a hold of him. This is the hip breaker. Hip breaker. Yeah, this is back your man. This is hip breaker right here, right? Yeah, I'm your hip breaker. I'm here to work your hips, old man. Oh, I'm the hip breaker. 
coming to break your hips once again. Wow! Yeah! I say a hip. Hey! I say a breaker. Breaker. That is it. That that's what hip breaker is. It's one of those right there. Let's do it. It's gotta come in with just a little. Mm-hmm. I used to break dicks, but now all I break is hips. I used to break <laughs> dicks, but now I break hips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's perfect. Aaron, we need a recording contract. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. There's like a Bo Jackson reference that can be made in there somewhere. I, I can't Bo find Jackson? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's oh, how yeah, he broke, cause he broke Bo his hip. Knows, yeah, Bo knows baseball. Bo knows basketball. Bo knows football. But Bo don't know that his hip broke. Bo doesn't know anything about that 10 minute pussy either. That poor. <laughs> that poor. Uh, tell me something, because we're we're bumping up against our hour. What do you got to? <sighs> what do you got to? If you want to promote anything, by the way, if you want to get a quick phone call in, three two three two eight two seven four two four. Three two three two eight two seven four two four. Three two three two eight two seven four two four. In case he said that too fast. Thank you. But what's coming up with Tiffany yeah, is what you want to know. I do. What's coming up with me? Well, I got some stuff. Um, I'm in the works with Comedy Central to do something. Maybe like a special. Really? The Last Black Unicorn. Hello. Nice. Maybe with them. Maybe with Netflix. I would prefer. Um. Also. How are you uh, feeling about your stand-up right now? I feel really good about my stand-up right now. It's like my passion. It's my everything. How many know? nights a week you on stage? Uh, probably about six. I love it. Six nights a week I get on stage in L.A. All mostly, I, mostly Laugh Factory. Mostly Laugh Factory comedy store improv. I hit them on, but mostly Laugh Factory is my favorite. Right. They love me there. I love them. And and are you happy with your hour? I'm very satisfied with it. I've been working with Alonzo Bowden. He's yeah. been helping me like perfect the jokes. He's a great joke writer. Man, he's a great joke he's writer. Super dope. How, what, what's your strength as a performer? As a as a comedian, what do you think your strength is? My strength is that um, I have fun. I agree with that. I think that my, that's my strength, that I have fun and it's contagious. And so everybody else is having fun. I think it doesn't matter what I talk about, too. I could talk about me trying to be a mad scientist or me trying to be a happy scientist, but I still turn out mad because I'm a black woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and that goes over really good. I talk about, like, looking at snot and shit like that. Like, it's and people enjoy it. But you, and I would tell you, that's what I think, too. Like, I've seen you on stage and I'm like, oh, I can't stop watching her. Because I'm having fun. I would say the same thing, you know. A lot. Of, I know a Richard lot of people. Richard taught me that. Really, have fun. Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you. I know a lot of people give Dane a hard time, but I would tell you this: like, I, when I watch that guy on stage, I can't stop watching him. Yeah, because he's enjoying himself. He's enjoying himself, and he's he's a consummate entertainer. Mm-hmm. Like he's 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 so fun to watch that sometimes I laugh just on his cadence and on the fact that he's having a good time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When he's not having fun, it is not fun to watch. No. It is absolutely horrible. It's a completely different thing. Yeah. You're like, whoa, you yeah. got some shit on your mind. You yeah. need to get off your mind. You yeah. need to go fuck two blondes <laughs> yeah. and come back. <laughs> yeah. You're angry right now. But I lo- that's the thing. Like, And it's what I learned about myself when I'm on stage is that it's like we were talking about earlier. Some jokes, the joke is good enough. Mm-hmm. I don't need to put that little extra in there. But some jokes, I know I need to look like I'm having fun or the joke comes across as angry. Mm-hmm. Do well, you, a lot of nights I try to to, to not like because I'm very high energy and I move around a lot. And I try like, okay, two nights out the week I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this whole set and I'm not gonna move at all. Uh-huh. I'm gonna talk like this the whole time. And if people laugh, then it's good writing. If people don't laugh, I need to write better. 
And so, and then people will still laugh because yeah. at the end of the day, I'm still having a good fucking time trying it. <laughs> do you ever change? Do you ever experiment with what you wear? Yes, and makeup. Ooh. Tell me the difference. Like, do you get different reaction on stage depending on what you wear? Yeah, if I'm wearing a dress, and I, I can't do like a lot of dick jokes. Really? Yeah, if I'm wearing a dress and I have on minimal makeup, not a lot of dick jokes because bitches are mad. Really? Bitches are jealous. Yes. Do you if think if I wear if I wear a lot of makeup and still have like regular like jeans and, t- and some Timbs or something like that and a regular t-shirt, I can do as many dick jokes as I want to cuz I'm still pretty but I'm still dressed down, you know? I'm not a threat. Do you find that to be true? Do you think it's harder for a good-looking woman to get on stage um just because they're judged differently? Yeah. Yeah, you have to and you have to acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge it like right away. Um there's different ways to acknowledge it. There's a wrong way to acknowledge it, and there's a right way to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And I've I found my way to acknowledging what it. What is yours? Um, oh, I'm like, uh, I know you guys are looking at me like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Oh my god, my husband wants to fuck her, but guess what, bitch? I don't wake up like this. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is all thanks to YouTube. Okay, I learned how to do this makeup off. YouTube can look like a black woman who's glamorous <laughs> like Barbie, bitch. It's not hard to do. It's men out here doing it. If a man can walk around here with titties and a dick and win woman of the year, yeah. bitch, you can look like me. <laughs> it's not hard. It's not hard. This hair ain't even my hair, bitch. I learned how to do this hair. It took me nine hours from a YouTube video that was 15 minutes. My whole look is thanks to YouTube. All right, that does it, huh? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay. I, I do, do, so so you think, and I think it's true too. I, I used to uh, always watch like how uh, different women, beautiful women would dress differently on stage and they do it off stage. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Just mm-hmm. to kind of go, hey, I'm not a threat up here. I'm actually just doing my job. Yeah. I mean, off stage, it depends on where I'm at. I mean, I might dress like a slut one night. Yeah, I might I might be going to a party. Sometimes I get on stage, I'll be dressed like a straight hooker. <laughs> and I get on stage, and they be like, "I'm like, I know y'all looking at me like, why this hooker come in here off the streets to do a comedy show? Because I'm going to a party full of rappers. After this, I'm trying to get on Love and Hip Hop LA, bitch. So don't trip off the costume, cause that's all it is. It's a costume. I'm gonna look like Aunt Jemima tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm gonna be looking like Kizzy. <laughs> you know. So down trip. That's crazy, man. I never have to think about what I'm no, wearing on stage. You don't. But I bet if you went on stage in a three-piece suit, people would treat you different. I, I I will tell you something. You know, I did last comic standing, and it was the worst experience of my life. And I'll tell you why. Because the dude made me go hatless, sports jacket, and a collared shirt. And it changed my material because my material did not fit the way I looked. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't comfortable. At the end of the day... We have to be comfortable. Like yes. when, when I get hired to do a job, and, and I just got hired to do a job for a corporation, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, "This is what you want. We want you to wear." And I said, "Well, then you hired the wrong guy." Mm-hmm. I said, you, "They go, well, we think you're funny. We like your material, and we like what you do, the man on the street stuff." And I go, "Great, but you put me in a suit. You got a different guy. Right? I'm not gonna be me either. Mm-hmm. Like I had to explain it to him. I go, "Well, let's do a little dry run, but think if this is who you want." And I did it, and they were like, "Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, you, you buy who you buy." But but if I went on stage with a three piece suit, yeah, it doesn't fit. 
That's I try to practice wearing different kind of stuff. Like I got this one evening gown. I want to wear it on stage on so stage? bad. I want to wear it on stage so bad. You just because you, you it gloves is, to go with that mother. Uh, no, but I'm probably get some gloves. No. I just want to wear it so bad, just so I could floss on these hoes. And I want to <laughs> do it on a night when it's like all female comedy show, just to make all the bitches like, bitch, what did you think this was? You didn't get the memo to dress up how? Like and just come out there like, yes, darling, yes, and just see what happens. You know, I. Ch- I want to do a show in lingerie one day. Me too. I just want to wear just a little skimpy little, you know, some pasties and a little crotch wig or something. You just and make just sure see I what's up. just make sure that I have a uh, I have a invitation to that show. Okay. Um, let me ask you one more question, and I know we got to go. Okay. Uh, um, by the way, for me, do you want to do you have any dates on the road? No. You're in town working, huh? Yeah, I'm just always in. When's town. Carmichael get? We go back, back in January. It's gonna be back on the air in February and March. Probably for Black History Month in February, but yeah, I don't, I don't do a lot of road gigs. Guys, by the way, if you haven't seen the Carmichael Show, it's fucking fun. It's on Hulu right now. It's and on the NBC. It's like, it's like legitimately. I wasn't high and I was still laughing funny. Like, like I was like, I'm not high, and this is making me because across the board, uh, that's just funny comedic actors, man. Dude, who's the dude who plays your? That's Lil Rel Howery. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's my husband. Oh my god, he's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's like funny, funny. He's a beast. He's a comedic he genius. Up? Yes, he's a genius. He's hilarious. Oh, dude, so funny. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else you want? You want to do Instagram or your? Yeah, my Instagram is Tiffany Haddish and my Twitter is Tiffany Haddish and it's Tiffany like the diamonds had in Dish Keep the Two D's. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And guys. listen to the eighty year olds listening. Let me just tell you, look at this. You're never out of the game. I just, well, you know, that's the inspirational thing. Yeah. It's just so inspirational to know that, that at 80, I'm not going to be out of the game. No, you could still get, you could still get laid. But I'm going to tell you right now, right now, I'm only in the market for dudes that have excellent credit uh, from age range 21 to 90. Oh, um, you went up to 90? Yeah, I'm going up to 90. Oh, that's I'm nice going up to 90 because, you know, men are looking good at 90 now. Yeah. You know, they've been working out and stuff, you know? I know. And with this plastic surgery and everything, it's some it's some stars some out Some HGH? Yeah, yeah, that part. Yeah. Let's get the men with <laughs> on. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So if, you, um, if you're interested in dating a black unicorn, uh, an amazing human being like me, mm-hmm. uh, holler at me on uh, Twitter. There you go. That, that's to my geria- my octogenarians who are listening because yeah. I know that I got a bunch of them. Yeah, and uh, the juveniles. Yeah, I love it. You're yeah. all, I mean. I mean, my age, it's open. You're you an know? equal opportunity employer. That part. <laughs> I don't care if you're Indian, Mexican, black, Asian. Asian. Yes, Asians Asian? are, the, are hey, I've had the best sex with Asians and a handicap. Handicap and Asian. And, and a handicap Asian dude? No, no, no. One was handicapped. What kind that of was handi- a black dude. What kind of handicap? Uh, he he. I think he had a stroke in his face or something. So he like that. Like, oh, yeah, he had a little like bit of that. that. And then he had a little hand. He had like one normal arm and then one little like Tyrannosaurus Rex arm. Oh, little he, chicken wing. He was like half CeeLo. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah half CeeLo. His okay, name was Roscoe. Well, Roscoe couldn't pick you up. No, Roscoe could pick me up. Roscoe with one did, arm? Yeah, Roscoe picked me up with one arm. He flipped my whole body with one arm. Fuck okay, you. And fucked the shit out of wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. How does he flip? He held you up with one arm like this. No, he, look. Okay, so he was. <laughs> I got to <laughs> Wait, so he, he he held you up with an arm like this? He was, he, okay, so when, when I was on, on the bottom and he was on top, right, he was on top of me. And he was holding himself up with that one good arm. And I was He's like. He's got to have good balance, too, yeah, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, flip me over, Roscoe. Flip me over. Do a doggy style. Because I couldn't take looking at at his face no more. <laughs> like his dick was feeling good, but his face was not good. So then he scooped me 
He, so he pulled his dick out, leaned back, scooped me from the bot from my lower back, and flipped my whole body where I just landed on my knees. Like, like a pancake? Yes, like a motherfucking pancake. Like he leaned back when he did it. Like my it's like I didn't hit him or nothing. I was like, damn, I'm so shocked. And then he was like right up in that motherfucker. So Roscoe perfected the move called the pancake. And flipped that ass. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Flipped it like a motherfucker. And it, whoo, shit. Yeah, and then he did pick me up for a little bit. He picked me up and and I was how like, How did he pick you up? How, how with one arm? How did like underneath? Like this? Like he jumped, he came off the bed, yeah. right? And he lifted up, like you know how you wheelbarrow somebody? Yeah. But he like lifted me from the from my waistline from here. Yeah. And he lifted all that shit off the bed and like yanked me down. And so like now my legs are just like around his body and he's just fucking me like, ah, it was dope. Look at Roscoe. It was dope. Did he say thank you? No, when he came, it was like my pussy healed him. Yes, it was like my pussy (laughs) healed him. And he was was like, God damn, you got some good ass pussy. I was like, oh my God, I healed him. So you have a 10 minute healing pussy? Man, 45 seconds. Because once I went, I was like, let me get you some water. He's like, all right, thanks, babe. And I'll go to get the water. When I come back, that motherfucker was like, thank you very much. Thank you. Oh my God, you sound beautiful. My beautiful girl. Oh. And you were like, like, damn, my powers are temporary. You know what? But he fucked me for 30 minutes. So, and I thought I was taking his virginity, but turns out he'd been fucking nurses and all kind of shit. Let me just say, if he, if, if he has perfected the pancake, he's no, he's no virgin. No, but I didn't know. I thought he was. I should have known he wasn't as soon as he put that condom on with that little dead hand. Yeah. (laughs) I should have known right then. And you know what? Virgins don't last 30 minutes. I don't know. No, they don't. No, no, that's not. I thought he was finna like, like, I don't know, I was 22, 21, and he was like, I think 20. He was probably 20, and he lived in one of those homes. Yeah, but so what made you go, I'm, I'm going to have sex with Roscoe. Oh, man, because he worked at my job. I was working at the airlines, and he was my baggage handler. And every day for six months, he asked me out. And then I had broke up with my boyfriend who fucked another bitch on camera on my birthday. That's a whole nother story. I had to shit in his shoes. That's a whole nother thing. Anyway, Wait, wait, wait. Did you actually shit in someone's I shoes? I shit in his Jordans. Yes, I did. I boo-booed in his shoes. And, <laughs> and my, then, my buddy went on a one-night one night stand that he thought was a girl. Um, and he, this girl, he, my buddy had done something really bad to her friend. Mm. So he they got fucked up one night. They went back and had sex. Dude woke up with poo-poo on his chest. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she, shit she shit on his chest and left him a note. Uh, you shit on my friend. I shit, shit on, on you. you. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. She poo-pooed on his chest. Yes. How how asleep do you have to be for someone to shit on your chest and you not for you to wake blacked up? Blacked out. You've blacked out. And then the shit probably the smell would wake you up, wouldn't it? Like something. What is that? Yeah, it was Yeah, I have told him all the shit he put me through now he walking in it. Oh. Cuz he didn't have no car or nothing. I would have shit in his gas tank. You know, <laughs> put some shit in his glove compartment. So he was <laughs> Yo, just so you know, Boo Boo and his Jordans is my favorite. You should make a t shirt. <laughs> I Boo Boo in his J's. Yes, I did. Yes, it, I did. So, you, anyway, so Roscoe asked me out, kept asking me out. And then finally, I was like, okay, Roscoe. And we go to this place called Hennessy's in Hermosa Beach. And he starts 
singing a Luther Vandross song and he comes down and he the, the song was horrible by the way he comes down to the table and he holds my hand and he starts looking at me he starts to cry and telling me how beautiful I am and how I honored him and how he never thought that a guy like him would be with a girl as beautiful and, and as fantastic as me and all that stuff and seeing a man that was my first time seeing a grown man cry over me yeah now I was like I'm fucking the shit out of him that's it like I'm taking him back to my place and I'm fucking him like do you think he used that every other time he went out because he saw probably probably he probably he like, been using that yeah, for years that worked probably been probably been fucking his nurses and everything Aaron, like, you hear that can you work up some tears no i like to see a i man think the cry. stroke the stroke probably did it like it opened a, a duct or something you know oh maybe he just leaked yeah no he was <laughs> crying for real no he was crying do you like to see a dude cry i do like that i mean not all the time but, but not all the time not a dude who comes home and emotes to you all the time no right? no not no a... not no pussy ass motherfucker but like if something's really pulling at your heartstrings then yeah what if you're watching a movie can i tell you i went on a, i went on a there was a movie a long time ago called billy elliott oh i remember that movie okay so if as a guy if if you have any issues like father-son issues that movie will fuck you up mm -hmm. there's a lot of like heavy father-son stuff right i'm on a first date with a girl and Bill, we, we go to see Billy Elliot, and I start to cry. Okay, you know, she looks over at me and she goes, are you fucking crying? And I went, what? She goes, are you fucking crying? I go, yeah, this is kind of heavy. It's like a father son. She was like, get it fucking together. We're on a date. And I was like, okay, good idea. <laughs> and guess what? She's your wife. No. Oh, damn. She, she, I was like, hey, you wanna go out and have a drink after? She was like, She's like nah. Yeah, nah, I don't think I'm nah. good. I go, you want me to take you home? And she's like, I'll get a, I'll get a cab. And so. I would have said. Yeah. I no, I wouldn't have took a bus in that. I would have been like, I'm fucking him. No, she was not having she that She was not all. feeling it. No, no, no. She told me later. I was like, why didn't you let me? Because I, I still know. I go, why didn't you let me drive you home? She goes, I didn't want you to know where I lived. Cry <laughs> <laughs> baby ass. Yeah. She was like, I didn't want you showing up my house crying. Like, I'm like, I, I was like, it was some father son. She goes, you don't cry on a first fucking date. Man, Roscoe did it. He won. And then I know. He, and then he told me my pussy was garbage like three days later. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Garbage was he the word said he used? Garbage. What, what? You said, how was it? And he said it was no, garbage? No, I didn't say how it was. I um, broke up. I told him, look, I don't think we could continue doing this because I was shallow. And I was like, I can't bring him around my friends. And yeah. he's like, why'd you bring this handicapped dude? Like, what the fuck's up yeah. with that? You know, like, and they're going to make fun of me. And so I just told him, you know, like, I don't. I think maybe next lifetime. That's when that next lifetime song came out with uh, Erica Badu. Maybe do it yeah. next lifetime. So I was like, yeah. Roscoe, I don't think we could be together. Maybe next lifetime. Let's just be friends now. And in and, and our next lifetime, we can have sex and stuff and, and be in a real relationship. He's like, what? You don't want to be with me? You think you, Tiffany? You don't want to be with me? I was like, yeah. He was like, well, fuck you then, stupid ass <laughs> bitch. Your pussy garbage anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He left, <laughs> and I never saw Roscoe again. I never saw him again. I am still looking for Roscoe. So he the only man that ever told me my pussy was garbage <laughs> in my whole existence. Yo, so if if what's the foster care woman's name too? We're looking Kalita, for Roscoe, Kalita Lewis, and Roscoe. What if they're fucking right now? What if Kalita Lewis and Roscoe are fucking right now? Well, then and I would be I'd be happy about me that. Me too. I'd be happy about that. that. Those are two people that influenced my life. Really? Roscoe influenced me. I know because I know that no matter what I do, I'm going to heaven because I slept with one of God's weak ones. <laughs> no matter what crimes I commit, no matter what happens, I'm going to heaven. 
I know that God came to me like three days after that, and he told me, my child, you're going to heaven. Do not, do not fret that he said your pussy you was garbage. You, you, blessed, you blessed one of the meek. Yes. You slept with one of the, but, but, but his dick was not weak. No, his dick game was strong than a motherfucker. <laughs> dick was strong than a motherfucker. That dick was good. Uh, oh, my God. All right. Tiffany. Yes. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for having me. I mean, I have to tell you, I, I love your stories, but I love watching you. You, you. Like you, this is, you have, there's no apologies with you. No. That's my favorite part. Because I'm always just me. That's my favorite part. Thanks. That's my favorite part. Thanks. Can I be your daughter? What's up with your son? Well, if you were my daughter, you don't want to know what's up with my son. That would be weird. No, because I could marry him and then I'd be oh. your daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't want to get married right now. You know, I want to give him a chance to grow. Yeah, he doesn't want to get married. Maybe I could teach him some things. You okay with He's 6'3". You okay with that? Yes! Oh, but he can't pick you up. That's okay. I could train him. Have you seen it? Yeah, he's you, young. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's... He might weigh less. He he's gonna grow. No, he you he's six three. <laughs> he's gonna grow into it. He's gonna get a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. I could train him though. Yeah. He's trainable, right? How old is he? Twenty? My youngest? Yeah, nineteen? Eighteen. Eighteen? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He would be in love with me too. I start uh-huh. telling him about how life really works and everything. Mm-hmm. Those are that's perfect age, eighteen. Oh, he's and com- they got like they got nuts on nuts on nuts. You he's know coming home. Oh yo, no, no. There's no at eighteen, there's no downtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we I could train him. I'll tell you what. He's I home. can make your son a strong man. He's home in December. He's home in, and my birthday's in December. Mm, okay. That part. There you go. That'll be a good birthday gift. All right. Well, now, I'm not going to take your son down right away, though. No. I'm make him work for it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm make him earn it. Now, I'm not sure how much of a, an expensive dinner he can afford. And that's okay. That's okay. He's 18. Yeah. We'll go to In N Out Burger. Oh, he's We'll start it. out slow. We'll start out slow. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy some groceries, see if he can cook. He can cook. And I'll make him cook in my house, you know, because I just bought a house. I just bought out my house. I got the keys uh, this morning. I just Did you? Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, I got to brag about that. Yeah. That's amazing. Three bedrooms, mm. two bathrooms, jacuzzi tub, big mm. enough for your son. Mm. That part. Backyard. Right. Right. Garage. Hardwood floors. All throughout. Damn. Your son would like that place. When's the, when's the first party? I'm going to probably have it when your son get home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the housewarming and I'll fight you, your wife, and the son. Perfect. It'll just be the yeah. four of us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Done. I'll cook dinner for everybody. Done. Is it okay if I say mom to your wife? Probably, <laughs> hey, mom. Probably. That probably might be the deal breaker right <laughs> well, there. Well, then I'm going to just call her ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she'll like that. Because that means that's, that's mama. Yeah, I'm know, sure she'll like that. She'll like, like mammy. <laughs> yeah. I call her mammy. Call her mammy. She loves being called mammy. Yeah. Mammy. Actually, as a matter of fact, I'm going to call her mammy tonight. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> what, what, happened? what happened? She doesn't even look like a mom, though. No, she's... she's. According to the pictures, she looks like the stepmom. Well, she... But then the kids do look like her. She is... She is technically the stepmom, but the kids call her mom. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they look like her. You know, no, my kids, I was a single dad for a long time, so uh-huh. she married into me having three kids. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So that's how that. So you like your women all to look alike. You got a certain type. They don't, my ex and this girl don't look alike, at, and my wife don't look alike at all. Oh, well then I guess I just, in my mind, associated them. Yeah, as, no, they don't look, yeah. my my ex was like five, six, one, seventy. Whoa. Oh, yeah, you like them thick. My wife is like five, four, one. Better not say it. 105. 
Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Something like, like that. Better not, Something say, like, better yeah. not say what the real thing is. She's going to fuck you up. <laughs> no, I think that might be close to the real thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they couldn't look anything. And my uh-huh. ex is Asian. Oh, okay. And my wife is not. Them kids don't look Asian? They're half. They don't look like it. Well, you know what? Now that you say that. Half Asian, half Jewish. Well, how did you get 6'3 out of there? Uh, yeah, that's a crazy thing. Half Asian, you might half not, Jewish. You might not, not be the real dad. No, you know what it is? On the 6'3 one. It's that freaky Yao Ming Asian height. Oh. It's that's what is it somebody is. tall in her family in the Asian side? Are you kidding? Yeah, I yeah, they don't. I got a couple tall Jews. My brother's like six one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then six, my, three, yeah, my you must have gave him McDonald's every day for a few years. Yeah, that's what helps kids grow. It's it it is. His hormones <laughs> like a motherfucker. They make him period start at seven and titties grow yeah, in at nine. There was a girl in my son's school who got her period when she was ten. Yeah. 10. Yeah, that's McDonald's, man. That's the chemically treated food, man. The hormones and the beef and the chicken and stuff. Did When did you start eating healthy? Uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound like, yeah, I don't eat that shit, but yeah. <laughs> I just had McDonald's the other day, but I had the salad. Oh, but, um, I mean, I, I, you know, I try to eat meat twice a day or once a day instead of three times a day like the average American. I think I only eat it once a day, not on purpose. Mm-hmm. I just in the morning I have my eggs and that's meat. Eggs is not meat. That is meat, boo. Eggs is not meat. It is meat. Eggs. Eggs are meat. Aaron, can you weigh in on this? I mean, it's protein. It's technically similar. A bean is protein too. Yeah. It does not meat. No. Will you Google? All right. Beans grow out the ground. Yeah. Eggs, eggs come, come out, out of the ass asshole. of. A, a chicken, chicken. Yeah. which is meat. Well, and you know what you else comes out of that? You fertilize that egg. You know what that turns into? Huh. Another chicken, yeah. which is meat. But but the but it's not a fully formed chicken, so it's not. But meat. it's the yolk. It's pre-meat. It's it's pre-meat. It's yeah. pre-meat. That was my nickname in high school. Pre-meat. pre-meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes the old pre-meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you going out with? Nah, I'm going out with pre-meat. It pre-meat. Yeah. Holy, holy shit. What? The United States State Department, due to their high protein content, United States Department of Agriculture categorizes eggs as meats. Boom, my fucker. Meat. F- I, my mind is... It's a living thing. My mind is blown right now. Meat. Eggs are not meat, Eric. It is meat. No, it's pre-meat. You can't grow it out the ground. Can you grow meat out the ground? No. You can't grow... Milk is meat, too. Milk is not meat. Milk, Milk is-, is meat, too. Milk- it's the mucus from the meat. It's meat mucus? It's meat mucus. You're fucking you me up. You only supposed to drink human milk. You're fucking me up right Guess now. Guess what? I'm lactating. You yeah. thirsty? No, <laughs> Where's the old man? <laughs> yeah, you are. That's, you know what I like? And you're giving community service. You're feeding old men. All the time. <laughs> I always give back. <laughs> and my milk, my milk is build your immune system up. I can't, wait, I can't believe what, what I'm hearing now. Eggs are meat. Eggs are yes. meat. Eggs are meat, boo. It is meat. It's high in protein. Yeah, it comes out the ass of a living creature, semen, and it could potentially live on too. Semen meat. Semen is meat. Will you Google? That's why vegetarians don't swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Will you Google the definition of meat for me? Yep. My it's man. a living creature. No. Something but... from a living creature. Semen is meat, boo. It, no, but it's, it's pr- full of protein, and yep. there's living things inside of that motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's and you know what else it does if, we, if you swallow semen? It helps you to lose fat. It, it burns. It burns fat. You know you can get pregnant if you swallow. 
No, you can't. <laughs> I thought I was pregnant in the throat, though, for three months. But it turns out I just had a really bad throat infection. <laughs> I thought I was... It was a boil I, or something, bro. I, I was like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant in my throat. One of my kids, and I won't say which one, I remember I was cleaning up his room one day. It was fucking filthy. And I ended up looking at I saw a sock on the floor. And that sock had like, it looked like a teepee. It looked like there was a pencil stuck underneath it. And and I was looking at it, and my son walks in. He goes, I wouldn't touch that sock. <laughs> full of meat, Dad. Yeah. It's full of meat. Yeah, and I was like, why? He was like, you could, you could cut your foot on that sock, probably. And I was like, oh, no. And if you smelt it. No, who does that? If you smelt it, it would smell like old-ass meat. I can't believe. Did you? What's the definition of meat, Aaron? Still working on it. Really? Yeah, I mean, they they basically just say it's, a, it's f- animal flesh. Thank you, flesh. It's eaten as food flesh yes but eggs aren't flesh eggs is flesh it's its own new flesh it's a new it's a new it's a new potential it's for life yes okay so would you eat it comes from meat right so like that's just like me harvesting my eggs i cut my ovaries out and i start trying to sell them motherfuckers as delicacy by the way it's good money that is meat Mm, yeah, if you look at the food pyramid, uh, eggs are in the meat category, uh, but milk is in its own separate category. Yeah, pyramid. you know why it's in its own separate category? Because it's the mucus from the meat. So it's cheese. Cheese is right there with it, which cheese is also yogurt, meat. Yeah. Oh meat. Well, guys, my mind is you fucking learn blown new right every now. Day. Look at the black unicorn taught me that eggs are meat. Who wants some unicorn juice? <laughs> guys, thank you very much for listening tonight. I had a great time. Uh, any road dates? Um, uh, just go to comedian Josh Wolf. I'm off the road until December. Yeah, I don't. I never get to get on the road because nobody wants me. I That's just came true. back from Chicago though. That's not true. Nobody wants me. You can come on the road. Tell your local comedy club to hire Tiffany Haddish. She's fucking awesome. She's super funny, guys. All right, thank you. We'll see you next week. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Oh, you're super funny.